We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, the PGP, the show about the show, the show within the show, available on all devices, the same places the DA show is available. Now, that is on radio.com or iTunes or other places that podcasts are available or on our normal show page, cbssportsradio.com. Just click on the DA Show tab. This week, the Permission Granted Podcast profile, the PGP on side B, is Hurricane Jen, which we'll get to coming up here shortly. But I want to lead off side A with this. Why do you think people hate us? <laughs> they hate us because they ain't us. I, I don't I don't know. I don't think it's out of jealousy or no, that no, they no. Hate us. I think that's just a fun saying. I that fun saying has become very obnoxious in Boston. It's like everybody hates Boston because they're not Boston. That's not why people hate Boston. They're sick of the arrogance and the entitlement and the shoving in people's faces when you win sporting championships. I'll tell you why people hate us. Because I think our show has taken on an identity over the last couple of years that, frankly, you can never say anything to us that we all already don't know or acknowledge, because I have lived by that my whole life, so that we have so much fun that when we make fun of something or poke fun at something else, we don't expect anybody in return to take it seriously. We expect them to laugh it off because we would laugh it mm, off. Okay, that's a good theory. Because in the last 24 hours, both you and I have been under attack. Oh, boy. Now, for you, you tweeted out that Raptors fans shouldn't be considered the devil because in your mind, as you tweeted, every sports fan roots for an injury to the opposing team to try to help their road get a little easier. I didn't say roots for. I said you're happy if an injury occurs. Okay, happy. Not that you'd be rooting ahead of it. If it, if it occurs, well, you're going to be upset and return the rings? No, you're going to be happy that it paved the road for your team. And this is for Raptors fans after Game 5 of the Kevin Durant injury. And you have just been bombarded with hate. I can't even look at my at mentions. I've looked at a lot. There's a lot of F words, double F words, a lot of bleep hole words, stuff like that. People have been very angry at you. They don't like me. And and is it possible that you on Twitter come off as a rabble rouser, that you're just trying to stir people up and so they take the bait? Yes and no. But the only thing I'll say that is look how many retweets and likes I got. That's how many people agree with me, too. Mm-hmm. So I think I co- – you know, maybe. Maybe I cause a great divide. I do. I, I cause people to end up fighting with each other, and then I sit back and eat my cheese nips, and I watch people devour each other on my timeline. Maybe I do have some evil in me. <laughs> And you're oftentimes upset that Robbie is so polarizing, but you're actually very polarizing. Sure, but here's the thing. Robbie's polarizing because of just dumb things he does. I'm polarizing, I think, on purpose. Mm. 
I think he's accidentally polarizing, mm-hmm. which maybe bothers me. I purposely try to stir the pot a little bit. So you're getting crushed by fans on Twitter. They're calling you names. And now I'm in a Twitter beef with a member of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch because this newspaper in their online edition released before game six. Congratulations, Blues. This is where the parade is going to be. They ran advertisements, local companies, congratulating the Blues. They ran a letter from the Blues management, congratulating the Blues of the championship. Before game six, clearly the Bruins used his motivation. Had to have. Bruins came out, blew out the Blues in game number six, and now have a game seven at home. And I called it, you know, it's the Hindenburg disaster of print, of of newspapers. Wow, the Hindenburg of print. It is the blunder of all blunders I, if, look, they, if they lose game seven. I agree with you because you can never count your chickens before they hatch. Correct. Right? You can never. I'm just going to stick yeah, with chickens don't count before they hatch. chickens before they hatch. Yeah. And that's what they did. Now, if they win game seven, you laugh it off. The problem is when you say all that, you have fun. Technically speaking, did it physically have anything to do with what happened on the ice? No, but you can make the case motivation was there for Boston. I think you made that that fair argument. If you work at the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, this is where you just, you don't even answer critics. You, you eat pre- it. You eat it, pretend it didn't happen, or if you are going to clap back, you have to clap back laughing at yourself going, going to keep our mouths shut ahead of Game 7. We really screwed that. Like, own it. I mean, like, how- publicly own it. You don't fight with you. I mean this this person, this woman in the in the department in the I guess the data department over there came at me and said, "Oh, like you've never made a mistake." That's a really bad excuse. That's a really bad defense. No, we all make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, but this is a monster blunder and deserves to be called out for the mistake that it is. Yeah, and, and what is that? Well, first of all, every single human being makes a mistake, some to much greater extent than others. Does that mean that if somebody makes a mistake, you can't laugh at them for the mistake or call them out on a mistake because you've made a mistake five years ago that was half as bad or one a week ago or, in my case, every single day? Like, that makes no sense. You're allowed to call people out on mistakes. You just own them when yours happen or make excuses like I like to do. You know, on the on, on the St. Louis side of things, if one of the Cardinals players, you know, drops an easy pop fly in the ninth inning of a tie game, does the St. Louis Post-Dispatch write about it? Great point. If the Blues have an easy, soft goal that loses the championship, are they just going to ignore it because everybody makes mistakes? No, they're not. That's a hypocritical argument out of the dispatch. Everybody makes mistakes. Are you, I guess you guys are perfect at CBS. No, of course we're not, but we can call out your monster blunder Hindenburg of a mistake. I wonder if the St. Louis Post-Dispatch as a company is happy for this woman coming at you or if they're like hey shut your mouth don't be don't be fueling us and by the way does that mean she's the one that made the mistake if she's the one answer yeah i mean clearly it got back to her because she was just searching our twitter for or searching twitter in general you guys didn't tag the st louis post dispatch i mean i guess it's possible she listens to the show in general it's certainly possible but if this is a bad look for them if you're searching that's a really bad job and now i have to ask the question and by the time some of you listen to this, this will already be over. But if the Bruins win Game 7, do we have to see if this woman wants to come on, air it out, and see if she wants to own up to costing the Blues a cup? I obviously would be happy to talk to her. I think she's really feeling the pressure. Today is Wednesday. Game 7 is tonight. I think she's starting to ratchet up the pressure and anxiety. And, oh, my God, if we lose this, did we have a hand in it? She's the Bartman of St. Louis. Yeah. Yes. Can never to be seen again. Yes. Turtleneck headphones on. Yes. And she's worried that that's going to be her legacy, and now she's lashing out. But he, 
here's the bit. Nobody would have known who this woman was. The St. Louis Post Dispatch would have taken the hit. That's a big roster there. You got to hide. It's like the old Dane Cook skit. Dane Cook said, "If you really want to make people or be, you know, have a funny moment at a party, you go in the bed where the coats are and you take a poop on the coats. And then when somebody goes to get a coat, they go in and they go, who bleeped on the coats? And then you kind of in the middle of the crowd go, somebody bleeped on the coats, and you fade back." Like, if you're her and you made the mistake, you got to come out and go, who made that mistake? And you fade back. You don't make it known that you're the one that made the mistake. She's going to great lengths to defend her department because now we're in a bit of a Twitter spat. We're going back and forth. And you've had many of those. And, so, and Janelle O'Day of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch Online Edition, I know, is is getting close to Jack A. Is it possible she is in the Jack A fan club and has already had it with you before? I don't know. That that would be a hell of a twist. I shouldn't say Jack A, though, because she's actually in good graces with the DA show. Uh, yeah, it's more like a Richard Justice. Wasn't. Okay. Richard Who Justice. is Richard Justice? Right. Yeah. Yeah, the, the baseball writer that ignored. Well, he hung up on us. Because you, you know, did basketball for 30 seconds as a segue. It was an NBA Finals game. I'll, I'll never forget. It was a Warriors-related NBA Finals game, and that seems pretty obvious over the last five years. It would have to be a Warriors. I forget which series it was, but I reset the Warriors winning, and then we got into him, and he was on hold during it, and he just hung up during my reset. Unbelievable. How and rude. He, and he said, I'm not going to wait. I'm not, I'm not here to wait to talk about basketball. I'm like, I'm just setting up that this is the biggest story of the day. Hung up, never to come on again. I said, screw you. Maybe he's going to write for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. <laughs> so you got to talk to Hurricane Jen, and and probably better to do a full recap on this next week on the PGP. But for sure. Can you just give us a little background on how you were able to contact her? Okay, so this will kind of be part of the Hurricane Jen interview pregame show coming up your way yeah. on Side B, brought to you by Wait a Minute Koozies from the yes. DA show. Uh, how I contacted her was very simple. We got so much positive feedback a week ago with Dixieland Dan. Awesome. Uh, it was an idea I presented to you off of your idea, the permission granted profiles, which really breaks my heart that you had to push <laughs> me to do something that's now become a success and that has furthered my thinking on this, which is the ultimately you win in this deal, which is the <laughs> crime of it all, the sin of it all. Yeah. Your stupid coaching. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we had a lot of positive feedback on that, and I briefly went through. I figure if you're going to do this, your roster of people you want to do should be able to click off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. People will be interesting. If you really have to dig, maybe they're not worthy enough. To, and I have a That's couple. A good sense. I, I have a couple that don't even know I'm going to reach out to them. And if they come on, great. I don't want to put them on the spot in case they're not comfortable. But we brought up Hurricane Jen last week as well as far as she hasn't called in in a long time. What has happened to Hurricane Jen? Luckily for me, or maybe unluckily, Hurricane Jen is the easiest person to find on Twitter, at least for me, because I could just start searching Jen, and she's tweeted at me so much that it'll come up kind of in some algorithm. So uh, in the past, she's DM'd me about nonsense before. Uh-huh. So I simply said, hey, Jen, hope all's well where you've been. We're hoping. Over uh, DM. Over DM. Would you be interested in us interviewing you for the Permission Greater Profile? She, it took three days for her to understand what was going on. Yeah, I'm available, but what do you need then? Are you going to give my phone number out to people? Like, there was so much. Um, no, Jen, I'm not going to give your phone number out. Okay, I'm working a job in the morning. I need to get out of it, but my boss won't care. And then you're sure you're not going to give my phone number about What are we going to talk about? I don't want to talk about Rex Ryan. Like, she just set a lot of rules. It was a lot. And I got to the point where I didn't know if she was going to do it. Heavy negotiations. Heavy negotiations. And then I also thought to myself, boy, I put a lot of eggs in the Jen basket. If she bails here... I'm going to come up lame this weekend. I'm going to come up lame, and then I'm not going to hear the end of it from you. I put a lot of faith in Jen. 
Luckily, the time came and she answered the phone. And, uh, you know, we we end up, what you're going to hear in a couple minutes. If you're expecting an interview, like a good 60 minutes interview, <laughs> where, like, it's a good question qu- and answer. Question and answer, question and answer. That's not what you're going to get here. Okay. That was my hope going in. You get a lot of Jen taking you on 14 minutes of her life. <laughs> some peaks, some valleys, some oddities. <laughs> I try to rein her in a couple times. It's just a loose cannon. Okay. Yeah, I, I think there's going to be times of sadness where you feel sad for this woman. Which? Times of, wow, I can't believe this happened in your life. Some Forrest Gump moments with Jen. So she is truly a a Hurricane Jen type right. emotional roller coaster. Blows in, blows out. If you're waiting for her to cry, there is a moment of potential sadness, and you won't even believe what it's about because it's something so ridiculous that doesn't even tie into it. I don't even want to ruin anything, but there is just, there's a lot that happens here, and I just, I think you have to be emotionally bracing yourselves if you're on your radio.com app wow because and i would even say kind of like a game of thrones episode you may want to go through it a second time wow because there's i bet you there are going to be things that you miss uh maybe have a legal pad out take notes because i i think there's gonna be so much if we recap this next week you might have a hit list of 10 things i might have forgotten eight of them this is setting up for one of the most impactful side b's and pg profiles ever I, i don't know about impactful but certainly one of the most confusing side B profiles of ever, of all time. She is, though, gainfully employed. Has two jobs. Okay. Keep two herself jobs. busy. Does she say why she doesn't call anymore? Uh, very busy with work. I, I honestly don't even know if that was on there or if she told me beforehand. Like, that's how confusing this was. <laughs> I think I mentioned to her, so this is why we haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, she m- actually openly admits why she drinks. Whether you want to believe that or not, that's in there. Okay. Um... You may ask what happened to that husband of hers that once called in, like, and said, you know, she's hanging up the phone now. He's not in the picture. You'll find out why. There's another husband who's not in the picture for another completely different reason. There was one of the first Hurricane Jen calls ever. Hurricane Jen was going through her emotional ups and downs in the middle of a phone call, weeping, crying, kind of drunk, but then laughing and having a good time. And I was asking Jen questions. I think I said, you know, are you okay? And then in the middle of this spiel, a man picks up the phone and yep. says, Jen is done talking now or something along those lines. Yeah, she'll be all right. She needs to sleep it off. Like, that And I thing. was like, wait, who picked up the phone? And so we had a second voice on the Hurricane Jen phone call, a guy's voice. And then, so we didn't know who this was. And then Hurricane Jen would call up because we would talk about who was the guy. Hurricane Jen would call up after that. And remember, she would call up and play like games with somebody else on the other line. Yes. Somebody Giggles. would pick yeah. up. Yeah. So I would say, Jen, how you doing? You know, how was last night? You know, are you okay? Are you feeling okay? Another, are you feeling okay? Not are you physically okay? And she would be very hesitant to answer. And then you'd hear somebody else in their line laughing. And then she would laugh like they were giggling or tickling one another. And it was somebody picking up the other phone in the house <laughs> and it was clearly her boyfriend or her husband or something like that they were playing like kissy games on the air with us so hurricane jen's calls to the show have always been outrageously weird yes yeah, so now picture 15 minutes of that with me uh and again you'll learn a lot about hurricane jen's life i really think you'll get a lot out of it but it's going to be confusing at times you have to brace yourself all right you may want to take notes and you may want to give it a second listen that's the way a hurricane runs in it leaves you disoriented it, it left me i'm actually my head hurts thinking about it like trying to process everything that was said well hurricane jen's permission granted profile happens now
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into side B of the PGP. It's another permission granted profile. Last week we did Dixieland Dan, one of our great callers from Mississippi. And how do we not go to a legend here in DA show history? Hurricane Jen. I mean, you can't tell the story of the DA show without Hurricane Jen, better known as just Jen. And she joins me on the permission granted profile. Now, Jen, good morning. Good morning, but you don't you didn't provide me coffee or my tacos. It's Taco Tuesday. It is. What is your favorite kind of taco, Jen? Um, beef. Beef, okay. With lettuce, tomato, um, lots of salsa. You a pico de gallo girl? I like things hot, very hot. You, do, <laughs> you know that. Yeah, I do know that. I do know that. So what, are you excited to be here on the Permission Granted Profile? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, I'm very... I love my DA. I know you do, and I'm very... I'm ha- outside. If you hear birds, mm, sorry. <laughs> At least you don't hear the rooster right now. Yeah. I have s- two roosters now because I moved. So instead of one, I got two now. You have two roosters pecking around. So we haven't actually heard from you on the show in a while. You told me you were working in the morning. Is that why we haven't heard from you? Uh, yes, I do work in the mornings, some mornings. Okay. And Sometimes that- at late at night. I do music mostly. I work for Times Square Media. Okay. Um, so what do you do? What do you, promote- what, do you, what do you do for music? You promote music? I promote music, but I still... You know, I still work um, on call late at night for a family family funeral home, and I type out obituaries. Oh wow! Say that that is that is a true. little that's a little bit of a morbid job. You ever get depressed doing uh, a job like that? Of course I do. That's why I drink, <laughs> and I drink a lot. We, yes, <laughs> and you know it. Yeah, we do. So we, what else is new? We do here? know it. Well, that good for you. Anyway, yeah, good. I, I want to do a shout out. Okay. Because my Warriors won last night, and yes, I love the Warriors, well, and hold, hold. I hope um, Kevin Durant's Achilles is, you know, I hope he's good. Um, I also want to do a shout-out, uh, because Yankees are playing a double hit, which I doubt. No, they're going to play. The rain's going to stop, Jen. It's going to stop, but hold on, i got to stop right. you there. Well, they're supposed to be, have a doubleheader yesterday, but it hasn't happened. Um, well, But I also want to right. do a little shout-out to a little warrior, a little man, okay. Mo, little Mo. We love little, little Mo. man. Love him. That's, hope that, he's doing okay. I hope he's doing okay, too. That's a great shout-out list, but I do have to call you on one thing. Since when are you a Warriors fan? We knew you are a Jet fan. Oh, and I, we knew you, know, you love Rex Ryan. So long. What? We knew you love Rex Ryan. We know you love the Jets. We know you love the Yankees. Since when are you a Warriors fan? Oh, I've been a Warriors fan for oh probably since uh, Obama's been Obama was in office, which I don't care for because I'm independent. By the way, good for an independent I'm woman. Not good really for you. into politics, but I do stand for my flag. Um, but yes. so I, don't know. I mean, I mean, a long-time I, I Warrior fan, obviously. His, well, you know, I've been on even before you guys. I've been on radio since since I was a kid. 
you know, my yeah. father's a country western singer. I've always been on radio and um I used to win a lot on another sports station. Uh-huh. Which is an affiliate to you. Um but you know, I used to win Globe Trotter tickets and okay. all different kinds of stuff. All right, all right. And hold on, hold on, Jen, Jen, Jen. There's a couple things because we're kinda going to go first of all, you no, said you no, said you I'm s- talking. All right. You are interrupting me talking. Well, because I'm trying to, the listeners are listening, and I'm trying to gather this in but here. But I want you to know that his daughter probably got to me, Steph's daughter. You know, she was the cutest little thing, and she stole my heart. Curry's daughter? Steph Curry's daughter? I'm not going to cry. Oh, boy. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be this without you crying. Are you crying over Steph Curry's daughter? And how, what does that tie into your well, being a country western she singer? she was precious when I saw her, and... I don't know. I just have faith in Steph. You know, he's very superstitious, and I don't know. There's I, something about him, and I'm sorry about Kevin Durant, and I hope he's okay. Are you and about to cry over I Kevin Durant? I want my Warriors to win. Okay. I, all right. Well, go Warriors for you now. All right. So let's just boil, And I want my Yankees to win, too. Let's boil this down here. You said you've been on radio a long time. That just means calling in and winning stuff, or did you actually work in radio? Um, my mom worked um, for a country station here. Okay. My dad was a country singer, and I, yeah, I pretty much, um, rock and roll station. I've been on, um, well, Howard Stern. As a call, I, As a caller. And by the way, we should say, you're saying here, you live in upstate New York. Um, actually, I got paid um, through oh, got... Times Square Media and, oh, okay. and Nielsen Radio. Um, but when I first started, no, I didn't get paid. I just did it as as a cooler. And, um, you know, I was in a bikini contest. Oh, really? On Howard Stern. Did you win? Um, I've been on, no. Ah, that's a shame. No, it was for, I was like 17. And, um, interesting. It was for breast implants. <laughs> so you were trying to win breast These implants? Was that the... I wanted breast implants at seventeen. Oh, so so the winner would have gotten breast implants. You lost. Did you ever get the breast implants? Um, I didn't lose. Well, you didn't I win. Think I was like the fourth runner up, but you know, well, they're would, all California girls that have fake. Oops, excuse me. That's okay. Am I supposed to say that? You're not supposed to, but we're going to take that out. It's okay. Uh, okay. okay. But uh, they uh, have fake butts, fake boobs, fake, you know. So I do know. Of course I lost. But, you know, I'm real. You I'm are? I'm real. You know, I've, when I was 17, I developed a little bit more. And, um, and now on you, top. And now you don't need the implants is what you're saying. Um, No. Good for you. Good for you filling out, Jen. We're happy for you. Now, <laughs> now you've always lived. I love you. You, you always. I love my DA. You do love Where's him. Where's my DA? Your DA. Where's McDonald's? Uh, yeah, with McDonald's. Where's Sweet Fries? Sweet Fries. Well, you're hungry. You're talking about <laughs> filling out. You're talking about DA. This is truly what I thought we would get out of this. So you've lived, have you lived your whole life in upstate New York? Um, no. No. Um, okay. My parents have, were divorced. When I was like probably seven, and I've lived my life um, in New Jersey and upstate New York.
Okay. Both places. So you've been in North. All my life. You've been um, in Northeast. Six months girl. in New York, six months in New Jersey. My father was a major fan of horse, the horse industry and the horse racing. Okay. And so you grew up, you like grew up I watching said, horses. He was the country, country western singer and outlaw country western singer. Um, mostly his favorite was Merle Haggard, Hank Williams, Sr., and um, the Curlis. And wow, was he a professional singer? Or he just like covered at bars and stuff like that. He's a professional. He was professional. Yep. So he had like an album. He, I prom- oh yes. What's his name? We can look him up. It's, well, I put out I put out his music a lot. Um, well, not a lot, but his birthday's coming up this month, uh-huh. June 29th. Well, happy and, birthday! Um, I love my dad. Yeah, he's I... also a preacher. Really? So... Um, he used to be an alcoholic, a heavy drinker. When he was younger, he he um. He went against um, Eddie Rabbit um, when for tryouts, sort of like uh, how they do American Idol and stuff now. Right. Well, those two went against one another. My father got drunk, and um, you know, but he changed his life around. And That's inspirational. He became a preacher and started doing, you know, um, more. Uh, I don't know, Christian songs. Gotcha. I like Christian say. rock. Okay. All right. Now. But um, <laughs> you know what? My father was the best man you could ever meet. Sort of like you. Oh, thank he, you, Jen. He would say hello to anybody. Um, he was just a good man. He just, you know, put himself out there all the time. Sure. And, and he obviously had a great daughter. We all know you're great. Now. As we just bring this back, because part of the reason we like doing these, I want to find out, you obviously called into the show. You've had some memorable moments. How did you first hear about the DA show, and maybe what's your what's your favorite moment of the DA show in uh, all your well, years listening? Um, during the time my dad died. Sorry about is that. Is when I sort of reached out to DA, and I was going through a divorce. Okay. So, you know. And the divorce um, was that was that the man we once heard in the background, you know, grabbing the phone when you were upset, saying that you just needed to calm down. Was that the same man? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. So you're no longer with him. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've been married twice. Um, I got married when I was, I would say, seventeen. My first husband, he's in the Air Force, who was my best friend, um, to this day. But he just passed away a couple weeks ago. Oh my God! I'm sorry, Jen. I am so sorry. But um, yeah, I I have no um problems with my second ex. It just he did... wants money. <laughs> then, <laughs> then I have a problem. Then you have a problem. He always wants money. He always but, he always wants money. Well, then you're gonna have to get more of those bikini contests to get him that money, I guess, huh? Um, no, I don't do that anymore. That's smart. That's smart. You're growing up. Not lately. <laughs> Not lately. I love Toby Keith. I stand for my flag. And the reason why I stand for my flag is because a lot of uh, our American military have died. And right. to give our freedom, to give 
So, yes, I do stand for my flag. You're a pride. I'm very, very up, uppity up on the American flag. You're a very prideful American. Well, Jen, with that note, we are out of time. That, that took all sorts of twists and turns. I love you. I love you. I, I hope you. I love him. I, I hope you get your tacos. I really hope you get your tacos. <laughs> you know what? I should, you should be sending me tacos right now. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll work that, maybe we'll work that out. Jen, you want to give your Twitter, you. you want to give your Twitter plug so anybody can follow you? Um, sure. If they want. Talk okay. to them. What, what is but it? But I love you guys. I love CBS. And you know what? I'm trashing alternative music because CBS ah. was number one in upstate New York, the Capital District. And I'm trashing my job because Times Square Media turned it to alternative music. And you know what? They suck. And we should bring back CBS Sports Radio. And there's a lot of people up here like our, you know, everybody. Wow. So we're okay. We're alternative rock up there. Um, yeah. National Guard, New York National Guard, New York State Police. We all want CBS Sports Radio back. We they were number one in upstate New York, and they switched it over to alternative, uh-huh. and it sucks. Who wants to hear Barry Manilow? Not, I'd rather hear DA than Barry Manilow. That is for sure, Jen. <laughs> well, thank you <laughs> okay, so much, honey. Jen. Have a good Tuesday. Take you care. You too. Bye. Bye. Well, there, there you have it. Hurricane Jen. Look, I, when you put a Hurricane Jen, Jen up on a permission granted profile, you don't know where it's going to go. You just don't. And it started with tacos. It went to bikini contest with Howard Stern. Then it got dark a little bit with some, you know, tragedy in her life. Now she's typing up obituaries for a funeral home, and that's why she drinks, and she loves her flag, and she says the National Guard wants the DA show, not Barry Manilow up in Albany. I don't know how you guys kept track of any of that because I barely did, and my head is in a complete blender. Uh, the permission granted profiles, I think I've officially gotten to me because I don't even know what to do anymore with my day. But uh, you didn't get her Twitter handle, and I don't have it off there. She said if anybody wants to follow her, I guess you're going to have to search for that. But you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MirazCBS. And take some time, decompress, have some coffee and some tacos, and just think about whatever just happened in the last 10 minutes because I'm not even sure. This is Miraz, and this is the Commission Grand Podcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 